Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Acts 8, 26. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is Acts 8, 26. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road, that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. Now prior to this moment, Philip had been engaged in incredibly fruitful ministry in Samaria. Christ had been crucified, he'd returned to the Father, and he'd given his disciples the promised Holy Spirit, enabling them to live and preach with supernatural power. As a result, Scripture tells us large numbers of people listened attentively when Philip told them about Jesus and his gift of salvation. And according to Acts 8, verses 7 to 8, many were freed from demons, and numerous people who had been paralyzed or lame experienced healing. The city was filled with great joy. That would be the equivalent of leading a massive and highly successful revival of Billy Graham Caliber. Can you imagine being part of such a movement? Logically, as a servant of Christ called to expand his mission, that was the place to be, right? But through an angel of the Lord, God told Philip to leave, to leave the other disciples and the thriving ministry that had just begun and travel down a desert road with no explanation as to why or what he might encounter there. But Philip obeyed. No questions asked. Had that been me, I might have been like, um, are you sure? Because, well, as you can see, we're quite busy here in this well-populated city. Surely you're not asking me to leave all this for some quiet desert road. Can, can I wait just a bit longer? Can I finish up what I'm doing here? Philip didn't say any of that. When God called him to go, he went, continuing step after step after step. Now, we don't know how long he kept walking, but I'm certain it was long enough for doubts to form, for him to question if that nudge that first led him out of Samaria had truly come from God. It would have been so easy to talk himself out of obedience, but he didn't. He held tight to that initial call, even on that desert road, not knowing what, if anything, lay ahead trusting the God who led him to redirect him if necessary, 
Maybe because Philip prioritized maintaining a pliable heart above everything else. A pliable heart is a movable heart, a usable heart, a heart that reflects the God who is willing to leave the 99 secure in their pen and go searching for the one, which was precisely what he was doing through Philip. Scripture tells us on his way toward Gaza, Philip met an Ethiopian eunuch sitting in his chariot, reading from the book of Isaiah. Now, from where Philip stood, I don't know if he knew upon first seeing this man what he was reading. As the book of Acts is more of a historical account compiled from testimonies after the fact, and based on what we read a bit further down, it doesn't appear so, which makes Philip's response as admirable as his willingness to leave Samaria. Scripture tells us he ran up to the chariot, like he chased after it, y'all. That took courage. So he ran up to this man, and that's when he knew what he was reading. So Philip put feet to his faith before he received confirmation. Do you understand what you're reading? He asked. And when the eunuch said he didn't, Philip explained the passage, which was a prophecy regarding Jesus' sacrificial death. And after Philip had explained the gospel, the man asked to be baptized, declaring his faith in Jesus Christ. A man received salvation because Philip chose to follow God's spirit rather than human logic, because he surrendered to God's leading, even when that meant leaving such a supernatural and highly public, I might add, event to travel down a lonely dirt road to share Jesus with one person. May we all be so pliable. There's nothing wrong with big, effective, and visible ministries. God was behind the awe-inspiring movement that occurred in Samaria, after all. But he was also behind that one-on-one conversation that Philip had with a traveling eunuch. And he calls you and I to both. He's glorified in both. May we never become so intoxicated by success in whatever arena it comes that our ears and our hearts grow dull to God's Spirit. Instead, may we remain pliable and attentive, always ready to go where God sends us, precisely when He sends us, for as long as He wants us to remain there. Let's pray. God, we love knowing that you are always willing to leave the 99 to pursue the one when we are the one. Help us to remember the value of each life and each assignment you give when we're standing among the 99. May we be as surrendered and movable as Philip was the day you sent him out on that dusty road. Give us the same perseverance to keep stepping, no matter how long we've been walking, no matter how far that road seems to stretch ahead of us. Knowing so long as we keep our hearts turned to you, you will guide us and you will redirect us if you need to. We trust you to lead, Lord, as you have promised, and we commit to listen. Give us the strength, the courage, and the perseverance to hold tight to whatever you tell us, even in, especially in times of silence or or times of waiting. In the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen. 
Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. The content we feed our minds will eventually show up in our lives. If we feed our minds the lies and confusion of this world, our lives will begin to reflect worldliness. But if we feed our minds the truth of the gospel, our lives will start to reflect the heart and character of Jesus. I'm John Stonge, and each week I host the Dwell on These Things podcast, where we take a deep look at the Word of God and learn what it means to apply it to our lives. We don't skip difficult passages, and we don't gloss over the truth. If you're looking for a show that will put your mind in a better place and help you understand God's Word with more clarity, you can listen to the Dwell on These Things podcast at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.